I want to bring on now uh, Joelle Foster. She is the CEO of North Forge Technology Exchange. Joelle, good morning. Good morning, Hal. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for jumping on here. You've got a busy morning. You're about to sign a deal with the Manitoba Institute of Trades and Technology to foster innovation. Tell us about it. Yes. So MITT, we are signing a uh, MOU, and basically it is about working together to develop and foster entrepreneurship. So uh, post-secondary students um, from their institution there is going to be um, like a scholarship um, of sorts, but we're also going to be working together to make sure that we're helping them start. Um, you want to call it a side hustle because entrepreneurship, that word scares a lot of people, but <laughs> yep. you know, even just starting a side hustle and looking at entrepreneurship as a viable career option. Mm-hmm. I th- listen, I think this is great. Um, how do we do, uh, as you know, generally speaking, when it comes to fostering innovation in the province of Manitoba? I see a lot of innovation. Are we good at taking it and allowing that to grow? That's kind of what today is about, but are we pretty good at it? We are good at it. We have a lot of really great organizations, but collaboration is key. The more that we work together, the better that we do at it. Um, when when people don't work together um, and you know they're in silos, then this it doesn't move forward. So we there are a number of really great organizations. You, you look at MITT, Tech Manitoba, BAM. You know we're all working together towards the same goal. But you know when it comes to women, though, uh, we are we're falling behind in terms of women in the tech businesses. Mm-hmm. And, and why is that? Talk a bit about that. Well, you know, it, it's it's hard to say exactly why Manitoba has the lowest number of female tech founders in Canada. Um, but I think there is there's an absence of role models. Um, as an incubator, you know, we uh, have to stop the bro culture that is associated in Manitoba. We have um, implicit biases, you know, stereotypes, cultural stereotypes. And those all have to be broken down. That's why with MITT, we're creating, um, launching WeLab, so Women in Innovation Lab, to, you know, to stem this and to encourage more women to look at starting a tech business. Mm-hmm. And I guess the worry would be that that issue, that prob- it's a problem, will get worse unless we address it, right? And these really innovative women might look to other provinces, other cities besides Winnipeg and Manitoba, to uh, take whatever innovation it is that they're working on to the next level and and beyond. I agree. And it is happening already, so that's why we need to keep our talent here in the province, and we need to foster that. We need to work with these women together collaboratively. This is why these MOUs and these partnerships are so important to this province. So if somebody listening right now uh, says, boy, it sounds like they're talking about me. It sounds like Joel and Hal are talking about me. Advise them. Where do they go? How do they get started? So go to our website, northforge.ca. We have all that information there. Uh, There's a phone number, 204-262-6400. And when you're on our website, always check the events page. We are rolling out a lot of initiatives like Ramp Up Weekend. We're going to be doing a formal launch of WeLab. 
Um, all women are encouraged to come. You know, a lot of these things have no cost, but you'll get embedded into the entrepreneurial ecosystem in our province, and you'll meet other like-minded people. Joel Foster, thanks for your time today, and best of luck with the big announcement and the signing today. Great. Thank you, Hal. Title track from the latest album from Kendra K. And Kendra joins us on the phone now. Good morning, Kendra. Good morning. Congratulations on all the success of that album. It went number one when you released it. It went number one on the Canadian Country iTunes chart and number three in all genres. Good for you. Thank you so much. And that was definitely a surreal uh, moment in the, on the debut day. It, it really meant a lot that people were supporting the album so much. I'm going to play your latest single at the end of our conversation, so I'll sort of tee that up now for people to stay tuned. I'm not sure I can get to all the news that's happening in your career. Uh, Tell me about this development deal with Willing Records. What does that mean for you? Uh, Everything over the last year has just been so amazing for me. Um, I'm really grateful that after kind of coming out of COVID, uh, i was lucky enough to be able to kind of continue on the upward swing that I was on before COVID happened. And um, I started talking with uh, Bobby Wills at Willing Records. Um, I had this album ready to go and he wanted to jump on board with the project and help me get it out into the world. And it really meant a lot to have support um, of him and Universal Music Canada uh, putting out my debut album. That's just what every artist could ever dream about is having um you know, names like that in the industry believe in your music and help you get it out into the world. So it's all been such an amazing journey. And the, the doors that these people are able to open for, for me uh, has been incredible. And all that leads to is more shows and more music. And that's all I could ever ask for because that's just living a dream. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly distribution, but then exposure and all the things that you know, listen, you're a talent. There are a lot of talented singers out there, right? And you can do so much of it on your own now. But I guess when you when you get a deal with a record company like Willing Records, Universal Canada, that just uh, takes it sort of to the next level for you. Absolutely. It, you definitely um, are kind of looked at in the industry a little bit different once you have uh, a bit of a team around you. And it is amazing. There's a lot of people um, that have been able to, to find so much success independently. And I've been lucky enough to kind of been able to do that for quite a long time. But um, I definitely jumped at the opportunity when uh, this crew came to be and, and wanted to join the team and be a part of uh, things in a little bit of a bigger way. So it, it really did mean a lot and it opened a lot of doors and that it's been amazing. Mm-hmm. You're the reigning female artist of the year. Um, at the Manitoba Country Music Awards. You're up for a Nightlife Award, which people can go online and vote for you if they want. I want to plug that. And then you've got an event coming up on March 11th here in Winnipeg for your fans and people that want to check you out at the Rec Room. Tell me about that. Yeah, I'm super excited. I have never played in the Rec Room before. I was actually just in the city 
over the weekend and um, I went and checked it out. It's such a cool room. The vibe in there is so awesome. And I'm so happy that I'm hosting this party um, at this at this amazing room. So I really um, I've been really fortunate to have a lot of support at home in Manitoba. Being from Manitoba, it's like I'm so grateful every single time I get to come home and play. And I wanted to have a big celebration for, you know, my my followers and my friends and my family and my fans at home in Manitoba. So I decided to do my album release in Winnipeg and kind of share the stories behind the songs and play them, you know, as one big collection for the first time, kind of start to finish. So people can kind of hear where it come from, like where the homegrown heart thing all came to be and why each song connects with me the way that it does. And just to celebrate um, kind of this next chapter in my career. So I'm super excited. Um, I hope people come out. Uh, tickets have been selling really well, and I just can't wait for people to come out to the rec room and hang out with us. I'm going to be in amongst the crowd throughout the night um, seeing everybody. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of new merch on the way, and I can't wait to just party with everybody. It's going to be so much fun. You know what, Kendra? Nights like that are great, especially for fans. But it's a great way to convert fans too, to bring people. You know, to turn people that like your music, maybe like one of your songs, want to check you out, and then they become fans because you sit down, you you play the entire album the way you want it heard, and you, as you said, you you tell the stories and and why this is number three on on the on the album, right? I mean, it's it's a great way to experience your music. Definitely. I think that's really cool. I really I really love that artists are getting back to releasing full-length albums again. We kind of were playing the singles game for quite a long time where it was just, you know, radio singles coming out and being online um, on the streaming platform. So it's nice. Like, I, I, list, I grew up listening to full records and listening to albums start to finish, and I've always wanted to be able to put out um, a full-length album. So to kind of be able to do this finally after all these years of, grinding away at my music career um i felt it was the right time to put out my debut full-length album and then get to share the stories as to why these songs and this collection of music come together to introduce kendra k to the world Mm -hmm. before i play the the new single from the album and ask you about the song the song is called scars like mine where can people get tickets for the march 11th show at the rec room your website the best place to go or, or where should they go Absolutely. Um, they can find tickets links on all my social media. I've been posting it up, and um, it's very frequent on all my links on Instagram and Facebook and, and all that fun stuff. Um, if you just search uh, Kendra K Music on Instagram and Facebook, or uh, my website is KendraKCountry.com, um, we've got the links all over there. And um, definitely, or just find me online and shoot me a message. Um, I'll be happy to get you the link if you can't find it yourself. Sometimes I know computers and internet and all that is hard so just just find us one find us online and um we'll get you a ticket link for sure kendra thanks uh, tell me the story about scars like mine i'm gonna play a little bit and then at the end uh so i'll kind of say goodbye to you now at the end i'm gonna tee up what's coming up here on connecting winnipeg but before i play 30 or 40 seconds of scars like mine tell me about the song um this one's just kind of all about finding that person um that loves you for who you are. Um, I, you know, I live in a very glitz and glamour life with the music stuff, but that's really not who I am when I'm at home on the farm. I'm kind of a rough and tough girl. I live in my coveralls and my, my ball cap 99% of the year when I'm not on the road. So um, I, I'm really lucky to be able to have found that person that, you know, sees me for, 
for who I am and kind of the scars that I carry and, and still loves me for that. So I know that's super relatable for a lot of people that um, have that person in their life. So it's, it's kind of a cool take on just being able to, to find those people in your life that love you for who you are. Kendra, continued success. <laughs> Thank you so much. Kendra K, let me play 30 seconds of the tune Scars Like Mine, and then I'll tee up a very important interview that's coming up here in just minutes on Connecting Winnipeg on CJOB, but a bit of Scars Like Mine, Kendra K on CJOB. half hour of the show uh, we're trying to reach Ashley Nemeth who is the provincial director for the CNIB as I said it's a cause near and dear to my heart we're having an issue reaching Ashley but hopefully we can get through to her because I wanted to talk with her about this CNIB online arts and entertainment auction that is happening so uh, again hopefully we'll get Ashley on just in case we don't let me tell you where you can find the auction online. It's at cnib.ca slash auction, okay? cnib.ca slash auction. And there's all kinds of really cool arts and entertainment prizes there. And uh, you get something, maybe if your bid is high enough, you get uh, a cool item or an experience, and you're helping out a really good cause, CNIB. Again, we'll keep trying Ashley and hope that we get her on. Oh, uh, we got her. Okay, let's get Ashley on. Ashley, good morning. Thank you for doing this. Good morning. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. So I just gave the the uh, address for the auction, cnib.ca slash auction. You guys have been doing this for a while now, arts and entertainment auction. Um, it, it's a big fundraiser for you. It is. We've been doing it for 21 years, actually, and this is going to be our third year that we're doing it online. It's one of our major uh, fundraising events in uh, in the Winnipeg area. It's actually our, our only fundraising event uh, in in the Winnipeg area, and it's always great. You know, there's so many amazing you know prizes that are donated from from local artists and you know entertainment and and sporting events and things. Mm-hmm. Are there a couple of uh, items that you can tell us about that that have caught your eye? We've got some amazing, um, you know, art from from people, which there's some really nice sculptures and and things like that that are just really amazing, and and I kind of mm-hmm. have my eye on them. So looking forward to looking forward to those. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to ask you about the guide dog uh, program. You helped to launch the CNIB guide dog program in Western Canada. You use a guide dog yourself. Uh, this is one area of work that the CNIB carries out that I think is really import- important. You know Tracy Garbett. I know Tracy Garbett. He's on my show every once in a while. The value of these guide dogs is incredible. Yeah, they really are, um, you know, an amazing gift of independence and freedom for someone. You know, they allow individuals to live um, a life that, you know, 
can be so much more independent if that's what they choose. And there's, you know, a, a shortage of guide dogs right now uh, in Canada. So, for example, my guide dog uh, retired in December, and I have now, you know, nine months to a year wait uh, to get another guide dog. And so that's really impacted my my daily life. And so the fundraising for for our guide dog program is so important, so that we can, you know, make sure that you know, in the future, people aren't waiting um, nine months to a year because that's, that's mm-hmm. a huge, um, a huge wait for people. And it really impacts every, you know, aspect of, of their life. Right. How hard is that uh, to have your dog retire? And I mean, they can't do this incredibly uh, difficult work forever. I understand that, but that must be heartbreaking for you too, because not only are they your guide dog and, and so important to help you get around, but they become part of you, part of your family, don't they? They really do. And yeah, it is, it's definitely an emotional, emotional journey. Um, I've had to do it with two dogs now um, and it did not get easier with the second. I think it was probably even harder with the second and, you know, um, it, it can be a really big challenge, you know, the mobility piece and the independence piece, but then you're right. Like there's that, you know, really a strong bond between you and that dog. And so, you know, it, mm-hmm. it can be a difficult time, but, um, you know, we have such an amazing community to, to support us and, you know, the CNIB and, and everyone else who's involved is, is so great. Yeah. You've also been really instrumental, Ashley. You've been busy at CNIB. Uh, you've been really instrumental in uh, making CNIB programs more accessible and inclusive for clients in smaller communities in Manitoba. Tell me about that process. Yeah, we've always struggled to reach our rural clients. Rural clients, we're always looking at ways to figure that out. And then when the pandemic hit, it forced us to kind of pivot and and move to this online, you know, uh, version of our of our programming, which was great because then that was our key to accessing our rural clients. And so, you know, we really embraced the the virtual programming, but we're also starting to do things with, um, you know, going into those smaller communities. We have, we're launching a mobile hub. We did our first one last year uh, in Morden uh, or sorry, earlier this year in Morden. And, you know, we're going to be going into Brandon here in, in June. And so we're, you know, doing everything that we can to reach, you know, those rural and Northern communities, because we have so many clients that are spread out outside of Winnipeg. And so it's important for us to be able to, you know, do things like these fundraisers to support that work in reaching Mm -hmm. those people. Ashley, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes. I know you're very busy right now, but I appreciate you jumping on because, as I said, this is a a really important cause to me and I know to a lot of other people out there, and I want to make sure they support the Arts and Entertainment Auction again, which is at cnib.ca slash auction. Good luck with it, Ashley. Thanks so much.